everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of All Things View with View Magazine. I am your host, fashion designer, author, and entrepreneur, Adrena Martin-Tolbert, and thank you for tuning in. Today we have a very special guest with us here today, and she's going to tell us all about how she became a millionaire by her 27th birthday, Miss Tiana Von Johnson. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll bring her right back in, so stay tuned. Hello, everyone, and thank you again for tuning in to this week's edition of All Things View with View magazine. And like I told you before, I have a very special guest with us here today, Miss Tiana Von Johnson, this mogul, multi-entrepreneur. How are you doing today? Hello, hello. I'm doing wonderful. Yes, thank you for joining us here today. I know you got a lot of different things going on. I was sitting there reading your bio like, man, she has a lot going on. I'm excited to talk to you and just learn more about you and how you built up, you know, your brand and everything. So thank you for coming. Absolutely. I mean, I'm just someone from the Bronx who made a decision to go for it. Mm -hmm. When all the, you know, cards were stacked against me, I was that person that just said, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of life's challenges, I just want to make it. I just want to be somebody, you know, Mm -hmm. even when you don't necessarily have that family that's really pushing you or those supportive friends that's pushing you. Mm-hmm. You know, I was that person that was always self-motivated from a young age mm-hmm. and really just made a decision that I was going to make it happen no matter what. Okay. That's amazing. That drive. Um, and, and so even I know before you even got to your adult years, you saw your parents. Um, they were entrepreneurs. Is that right? Or business-minded? Well, my father was an entrepreneur. He was someone who never worked for, for anyone. My mother was very creative. Mm-hmm. So I guess, you know, when you join that creative force with mm-hmm. that entrepreneurial force, right. that's what kind of molded Tiana Von Johnson mm-hmm. into the woman that I am today. Really just being able to create what I want and just having that entrepreneurial drive to go ahead and get it. Okay. So entrepreneurship was pretty much something you always wanted to do, you know, like was... was um Corporate America. I know you went to corporate America for a while, but the ultimate goal was always to be an entrepreneur, correct? Yeah, it was. It was, you know, it was just having that freedom. I think that was something that I learned from a very young age, really wanting to have that freedom. You know, while most kids were talking about they wanted to be a lawyer or a doctor, uh, while all those things are amazing, I just wanted to be a businesswoman. So mm-hmm. if someone ever asked me, well, what do you want to be? I, was, I just want to be a businesswoman. And so not really having a real understanding as to what entrepreneurship was really all about. I mean, again, I just watched my dad just kind of not work for anyone. He was always just hustle, 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 got to go, got to go, move, 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 quick, quick, quick. That's kind of the only, you know, thing that I really saw in regard to entrepreneurship and I was good with that just Mm -hmm. that hustle and bustle you know and I guess it's that thing in me you know it's always that infamous question are entrepreneurs made or are they born Mm -hmm. you know I think it's definitely a combination of both because I think it is something that can be trained but I definitely was someone that was born with it Mm -hmm. okay now so let's go a little bit through your journey so you became a millionaire by 27 now prior to that were you still working in corporate america or had you fully transitioned to real estate absolutely i was working a nine-to-five job Mm -hmm. uh like most people miserable Mm -hmm. um and nothing wrong with the the organizations no offense to them but it just wasn't my passion Mm -hmm. like most people you know working their nine-to-five job it just wasn't their passion and um, you're not really uh, able to exercise your true talents and gifts Mm -hmm. and being in corporate human resources I got to see people's salaries so I remember one day 
I saw someone's salary who had been at the job 28 years and she was making 28000 a year. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this is definitely not. Now, I know that that's a far reach, yeah. uh, but it was just something that made me say, I don't want this. Right. No offense. Mm-hmm. And I was always that person, too, that would look at those Social Security statements and say, okay, so this is what I'm supposed to get every month from Social Security when mm-hmm. I retire. <laughs> and so I saw that vision from young in my early 20s, and I just saw that that wasn't going to add up. If I was already making almost six figures at my corporate job and that wasn't adding up, there was no way that less money was going to add up. It just didn't make sense to me. Right. So even though I went ahead and did the corporate thing, I knew that there was a moment in time that I had to let it go. And I remember it was 2009. We were going through a very tough time in our economy. And it was like, I need to quit this job and really live my passion and and be an entrepreneur. And everyone told me I was crazy. And I said, you know what? I still have to do it because it's now or never. My dreams couldn't wait anymore. I was like, it was like bursting out of me that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And so I quit my job. Mm -hmm. I'm very, very scared. You know, that thing called fear definitely crept in. Mm -hmm. But I quit my job and it was definitely a life-changing decision. And morphed into the whole world of, of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Now, now let's talk about quitting a job and tr- making that transition to entrepreneurship. Because some people, they, they quit on a whim. They don't have anything saved up. Was it one of those situations where you had money saved up, so you feel it was kind of scary, but you still quit? Or you literally just, just quit just with nothing and just I like, faith? I, like most people that was working a 9-to-5 job, didn't have a dime, okay? Because, you know, mm-hmm. when you're working a 9-to-5 job, you're living paycheck to paycheck, literally. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you have those few people that has that mindset like, oh, I'm going to save, you know, $50 every two weeks, $100 every two weeks. When you do the math, I mean, it'll take you two lifetimes to become a millionaire if you, if you have that, that plan. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have anything, you know, I was like everyone else, you Mm -hmm. know, living check to check, paying off my $1,200 two bedroom apartment and my, my, my car note and my cell phone Mm -hmm. bill, just typical, you know, things that we all have. And I was not making ends meet or at least just barely making it. Mm -hmm. And so it was that thing where I just said, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and do it and roll the dice because I am a risk taker. And I think that is one trait that entrepreneurs have, uh, just being a risk taker and just going out there and, and, and jumping off that cliff and, and seeing where you fall. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because you will fall. Uh, yeah. Let me just put that out there. <laughs> you know, you will fall. You mm-hmm. know, it's not easy. And it's that thing that you have to really be built for it because you will fall, mm-hmm. you know, and that's all part of the cycle. It's all part of entrepreneurship. You fall, mm-hmm. you get back up. You fall, you get back up. But are you willing to take that leap? And that's the question. Because right. a lot of people are not willing to or they stay in this box of, 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 of comfortability, mm-hmm. which is not a good place because the magic doesn't happen in your comfort zone. Exactly. So if you're not going to, you know, jump out of that comfort zone, step out there and go to where the magic happens, it's not going to happen. Right. That's true. And I think it's important that you say that because a lot of people, they look at and especially this day and age, you look at Instagram and Facebook and see people posting pictures of nice houses, cars, and things. You know, even, I'm sure with oh, you, with successful business, and they get so sidetracked. You know, people, definitely a false reality, mm-hmm. you know. And, and look, I love social media for what it helps you aspire to be, mm-hmm. but it's not the reality. Mm-hmm. You know, the reality is that you have to go out there and work for it. Mm-hmm. The reality is that you're going to fail. The reality is that you're going to have haters. The reality is you're going to lose money. The reality is people are going to hurt you and stab you, not behind your back, mm-hmm. in front of you. Mm-hmm. They, they don't even wait till you turn around <laughs> these days, you know. So it's definitely that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
That's great. So, so now the process, you made your first million. What was the process like, and how long did it take you to get from quitting your job to being a millionaire? It was approximately one year. Um, mm-hmm. When I quit my job, I actually went down to Wall Street, New York City, and tried my hand at real estate, not because I love real estate, still don't love real estate, even though I made millions of dollars in it, mm-hmm. but I just knew it was something part-time that could give me full-time income, mm-hmm. and um, I wound up doing that, and my first deal, I made about $4,500 in less than an hour, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, if this is what I have to do to make some money, I'm going to go ahead and do this, because mm-hmm. at this point, I'm single mom, two kids, my son's father was murdered. Uh, I mean, it was a lot going on in my world and, yeah. you know, still kind of living on unemployment and trying to figure things out. And, um, I, you know, real estate is really what got me moving. Mm-hmm. It was that thing that kind of kick-started that entrepreneurial thing that, you know, you get up and you go make your money and you go back home. You're mm-hmm. not waiting for a check every two weeks to mm-hmm. come. Mm-hmm. So it was that thing that I just said, okay, this is what I have to do. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and and do it. The difference between me and a lot of other people or people that call themselves entrepreneurs mm-hmm. is that the average person that says, I'm going hard, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, they're really not. Mm-hmm. Because, for example, to make a deal, if you had to post, you know, a handful of ads, um, you know, to get clients, mm-hmm. the average person was posting a handful. I was that per- person posting 50, 60, 70 to 100 ads a day, wow. you know, because that's what going hard meant to me. I watched my father do it and, mm-hmm. and hustle, hustle, hustle. So mm-hmm. I understood that hustle. Right. So. It was a lot of hard work. It was a lot of building, a lot of pushing, a lot of long days, you know, walking up and down Wall Street with clients with a water bottle and a granola bar in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that was my lunch. That was my breakfast, you know, right. and um, really just going going and doing it until about four months in. I said, wow, I'm making a ton of money here as an agent. But that entrepreneurial bug kicked in again. And I said, man, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm making all this money in real estate, but I'm still working for someone else. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt like I was back at that nine to five again. And I said, man, I can't shake this wanting to be independent and having my freedom. So I had this bright idea. I said, well, what if I started my own real estate company? And then there's no black woman on Wall Street that's doing it big. Maybe I can be that person. And mm-hmm. I just dream big. And mm-hmm. that's what I tell people, you know, don't be afraid to dream. Because mm-hmm. I was that person on Wall Street at 27 with the same problems that a lot of women have. And mm-hmm. I just dreamed and said, you know what? I want to make my first million dollars here. Wow. And a year later, I made it. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. And you did all this, a single parent, two kids, and you you made it happen. Though. Absolutely. That's and that's amazing. why I tell people there's no excuse. When someone comes up to me and say, oh, I have children, or I have this, I have that, I say, I've been there, done that, and I mm-hmm. did it with the kids, and I did it with the problems and the mm-hmm. drama, and, and I still was able to make it happen. So there's no excuse. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's all about how bad you want it. Mm-hmm. How Absolutely. bad you want it. Yep. So okay, so you went from that, and then I know you started so many things. You have your the. Well, let's talk about the women doing it big conference that you started back in twenty twelve. Let's talk about that for a minute. Absolutely. Well, while I was making millions of dollars and building my brand on Wall Street and shooting TV shows. I actually got my first TV deal on NBC Universal uh, Style Network. Mm. And I was doing a lot of things. And I said, man, as I'm the only black woman on Wall Street making millions of dollars in real estate, where's the other women doing it big? Mm-hmm. And I would look around and I'm like, man, I, I can't really find anyone. Right. You know, yeah, there were some women doing it big in different areas, but I didn't really find a, like a sisterhood that I can connect with and tap into because it was a very lonely place when you start making that type of money. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, man, maybe I should do a conference. Now, I never did a conference before. Um, I would do local things like talent shows and fashion shows, but never nothing on that scale. And I just had a vision one day. I said, man, 
women doing it big. I said, that should be an event where women come together, celebrities. It doesn't matter your level or your income level. Just women coming together that can really help to encourage and empower and educate and really help each other. And, um, yeah, so I started Women Doing It Big, and my first uh, conference was, was a success. Uh, we had uh, Selena Johnson came. My second conference, we had Monifa. We just had a lot of different women that came through and really showed their support for the movement. Mm-hmm. And um, it just keeps getting big, bigger and bigger every year. So it's a place where people can come together and really learn because I'm really about learning. Learning is powerful to me. Mm-hmm. And then you, you, you stop growing when you stop learning. So right. uh, being able to put this conference on and bringing together powerful educators to really help people and not just give you the warm and fuzzy at a conference, that that great feeling and then you go home and do nothing. I'm talking about right. real results, step-by-step action items. This is what you have to do. This is who you need to connect with. This is the resource. Here's mm-hmm. a celebrity attachment that you can have for your business, your brand, mm-hmm. and really just put people in a place where everything is right there for them to take their business and their personal brand to the next level. Right. Okay. Now, and, and even when, let's talk a little bit more about, just take a step back to entrepreneurship. When you first quit your job and really just went full force into the real estate, how did, you know, people react to it? Like, I'm pretty sure there were some unbelievers. Like, you know, you got two kids, you can't do this. You know, how did you, you know, just really get over that and just really stay true to what it is you wanted to do? I mean, a lot of people reacted different ways. I mean, the company that I had left, they didn't like the idea of me branching off and starting my own thing. So they did things to try to hurt me. They bought my domain name, TianaVonJohnson.com. Um, I mean, they did things that was like, as a new entrepreneur, I'm like, whoa, I'm not used to this right. level of attack. So I had to send a cease and desist to them and fight that battle. And then I went to my girlfriends like, man, I, you know, guys, come down here and let me, let me show you how I'm doing this thing down here in real estate. And they weren't really into that. They were like, no, you stay in your lane. We're going to stay in our lane. That's not for us, you know. So you kind of lost friends. And then it was like family. Okay, surely my family's going to be there for me. Mm-hmm. And same thing. They just was like, uh, no, that's your thing. We'll, we'll stay right here. So what I realized was that, and it's no offense, you know, at first I would probably feel really bad about it. Now I don't. And I understand now that everybody just has their own mission in life. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't comfortable in that space of regular. Right. I wasn't comfortable in that space of normalcy. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I joke about it when I teach around the world. I say I wasn't comfortable with the Chinese buffet every other week. That wasn't mm-hmm. my thing. No offense. Okay. But that's the mentality is that person that just wants regular, everyday normalcy. I just, I'm not normal. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm that person that has that thing that you can't shake it, you know. Um, and so it was difficult. You know, because like I said, it became a very lonely place. Mm-hmm. You know, you start to separate yourself from family, friends. These are the people that you've known for 20 something years, almost 30 years. It's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And so this whole world of just, you know, right. no one there that you know very intimately, you mm-hmm. know. So it was definitely tough. But at the end of the day, you have to make a decision. What do you want? Right. Do you want to stay where your friends is going to the Chinese buffet every other week or do you want to go to the land of milk and honey? Right. And, and I made that decision that that's where I wanted to be and that's where I was going to go and that's where I strive for every day. Mm-hmm. And, and another thing you said that I think is it's important for people to know too, you said when you first started real estate, you didn't really like it, but you had to survive. So you had to, you know, you started yeah. it. And... You know, I encourage entrepreneurs, find that thing, especially while you're building your business, mm-hmm. that can give you full-time income. Mm-hmm. Because my real estate money is what helped me build my dreams because mm-hmm. I did not like still don't like real estate Mm -hmm. and but it was lump sums of cash and as an entrepreneur it's very difficult when you're trying to build websites and 
logos and flyers and do events and, and do all the things that you want to do for your business and your mm-hmm. brand, you need money. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're working a nine to five job, by the time you pay your bills, you're not going to have that much left over to run your business. So mm-hmm. I always encourage people get something that can bring you full time income. And I'm not talking about a regular part time job that's paying ten, fifteen, twenty dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. Because when you break that all down, and by the time you take out taxes and the expense to get to and from. That's nothing. Right. So I don't encourage that. But mm-hmm. I encourage anything that's going to be part-time, that's going to bring you full-time income so that you can stack that money and use what you need to be able to build your business and your dreams. So, yeah, real estate was that, that thing for me, that bridge to get me to my ultimate uh, dreams. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's important. It's definitely important, and, uh, you know, for aspiring entrepreneurs to know, you know, thinking it's not going to, like you said earlier, it's not going to come easy. You have to go through a process and different stepping stones to get to where it is that you want to go. So that's important. Um, now, you also branched off and you started your investment company as well, um, your Gold Star Investment Company. So tell us about that. So Gold Star is what I started when I left my job. It had morphed into so much more. Mm-hmm. It morphed into a national uh, movement, a mm-hmm. Minority Investors Alliance, which is an organization that I started to really help more minorities start to invest in real estate, mm-hmm. um, get into real estate, not just on the investment side, but on the sales side, because what I recognize is a lot of people, especially me, you know, we go through life, we have student loans, we have all these issues before we even blink and get to the place where we're starting to think about real estate and we're like, oh man, my credit is jacked up or man, I don't have the resources or the funds to do that. And it's no fault of our own. We weren't raised that way. We weren't raised to learn these things. Our parents didn't teach us these things or we didn't have, you know, family and friends to really show us the way. So by the time we get to the age where people are, you know, talking about real estate and investing, we're like, what, what? So I wanted to start a movement for those individuals to be able to generate the amount of money they need to invest in real estate, invest in real estate in what they call a short-term buy and hold strategy, which is a a way to uh, invest in a property that's not too high and let that property continue to flip and flip and flip so that you can acquire 10, 15, 20 homes. So that movement is something that I adore. And, And really just giving back the real estate and just allowing them uh, individuals to really uh, understand the crux of it and, and get educated in that, in that, in that world and really learn to be able to help build the empire because real estate definitely is the cornerstone of wealth and everyone should have some piece of real estate, whether on the investment side or the sales side. Okay. Okay. Now, and another thing I want to ask you about too is multiple streams of income and, and still being consistent to one thing. Cause a lot of people, when they hear multiple streams of income, they think, well, let me go start 10 different businesses and they haven't mastered one thing. So what do you, what advice do you have to say to those entrepreneurs going down that road? Absolutely. Well, the average millionaire absolutely has seven streams of income. That mm-hmm. is true. Mm-hmm. But you definitely don't want to run around like a chicken with your head cut off trying to have seven different business entities going. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I like to encourage entrepreneurs to do is find your core product. Mm-hmm. Find, find that core thing that is going to be your bread and butter, your 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 thing, and then you stack around it. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you are an esthetician, mm-hmm. let's just say, mm-hmm. and that's your core thing, then you start to figure out what can I do in that realm that's still in the same entity, but that's going to produce me different streams of income. So, for example, maybe you want to start a product line. Mm-hmm. Okay, that brings you to uh, stream number two. Maybe you want to start a certification program uh, that brings you to stream number three. Maybe you want to launch a home study program that really helps people learn digitally how to do the work. That's income number four. So, again, it's still all in the same world. Mm -hmm. Um, And then maybe you have a spinoff. Maybe you have 
a product that has nothing to do with your business that you're selling on Amazon. That's just a, you know, residual income coming in. Maybe you're an educator and you're a speaker, which I encourage everyone to do. Teach. Mm -hmm. Stop holding on to your gift. Teach people what you know. That's another stream of income. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe you want to, you know, like I said, speak around the world. Okay, that's another stream of income. There's ways that you can set yourself up to get paid a check, a real check, Mm -hmm. to speak to people, speak to kids around the world. So it doesn't take away too much from what you're doing. Now, I'm not saying you can't have seven, ten, a hundred different things, but you have to gradually build it. And so you, and and simultaneously, you're gradually building your team to support the the ten different things you're doing. But in the beginning, you focus on your core product, you stack streams around it, and then you let it build gradually. Okay. Great advice. Great advice. And then you also mentioned a team, too, because having is, you know, doing so many things that you do, you have to have a good team. And then I think as entrepreneurs, a lot of people feel like, you know, I'm starting by myself, I can finish by myself, but you can't be successful doing things alone. Like a team, having a team is so important. So what advice do you have for that, for people building a team and um, just trying to move forward with their business? Well, what I learned from Steve Jobs' uh, teaching is, you have to be a really good talent scout when it comes to building a team and, and having your business because people will fail you, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and that's just the reality. And so you do have to size people up quickly. You have to um, sometimes let people go and let them go quickly. Um, but you do need a team. You can't do it alone. So even if you have a certain team that deals with this or you have some consultants that deal with that and, you know, you have different people helping you know, you do have to have people that's going to be around you that's really good at what they do because I'm not an excellent, let's just say, graphic designer, for example, mm-hmm. but I know some really good ones that I can hire and pay a check mm-hmm. to get the job done. Right. So that is someone that I would consider part of my team. So, no, they don't work with me day to day, but they do work with me when I need them. Get right. it? So, again, it's really just about having core people around you when you need them mm-hmm. and then making sure – that as your business grows, that you have that person or those those people that can really support your vision. And let me tell you, this is the biggest piece of advice that I can give an entrepreneur mm-hmm. because I've been. This is something that I've done for many many years. Mm-hmm. When you have an assistant or you have staff that is uh, around you, mm-hmm. or you have to make a decision, or excuse me, a determination. Are they here for a paycheck, mm-hmm. or are they here because they really genuinely care about you and believe in the vision? Mm-hmm. I look at my assistant's excitement when I have new shipments or new products mm-hmm. or my new book came in the mail and she opens up the package or he opens up the package. I want to see your face. Mm-hmm. I want to see your reaction right. because that tells me what you're really here for. Are you excited about it? Because I know I am. When my magazines come in or my books or my products or something comes in, I'm like excited. I'm like breaking open the packages. I'm on Instagram live. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm Facebook and I'm doing whatever. And I'm excited because mm-hmm. I created this. Now, right. if you just can open up a package and you're just like, mm, put right. it on the shelf, mm-hmm. I pay attention to that because then that tells me that you're really not here. Your heart is not really here. And I need people whose heart is in it because i got to give my heart to the world, and I need people around me that's going to give their heart to me. Right. Okay. Great advice. And speaking, you mentioned your book. Let's talk about that. You have a book and a DVD, and you're working on your second book, right? It's the second and your third book. Oh, I'm working on probably my 25th book right now Um, 2017 I made a decision to put out 25 books Uh uh, well have a collection of 25 books so I'm almost there but my books that I have out right now um, I have my um, 
home study course, which is a, a master class teaching people how to build their multi-million dollar empires and brands. I'm actually going to be converting that into French and Spanish because I'm going to be going global in 2018 and really reaching a new market of people who need my help. Um, so I have a book coming out called Breaking the Chains of Poverty, Seven Decisions to Make You a Millionaire, mm-hmm. which I think that book is going to help a whole lot of people. I have a book coming out called I Hate Being Broke, mm-hmm. and it's really a book that's going to help people learn different strategies to turn, a, you know, a, what did they say, a, a, a make a 15 cent, make a dollar, make a dollar out of 15 cent kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's really advice from different people that I've connected with around the world that can really help them learn how to make money. Because let me tell you, I do not like people to come around me and say they don't have money because I can tell you a thousand ways mm-hmm. that you can make money. It's funny because just today mm-hmm. I was driving to the store and I saw an empty uh, storefront mm-hmm. and it was a Halloween store that, you know, Halloween comes once a year, right. these pop-up shops come and go. And I said, man, why don't more people have pop-up shops? Mm-hmm. Like, you could make your whole salary in a day mm-hmm. if you find a contractor to get Halloween costumes and sell it one day a year or, you know, a couple of weeks out of a year right. for that one holiday. I mean, I that's just something that to me is just simple, you know? Mm-hmm. You need money, set up a pop-up shop. I mean, give me a break. I see people on the corner selling Poland Spring. I applaud them mm-hmm. because they realize that there's 24 or 36 cases of water in here. Okay. It's costing you four or five bucks to get the whole case, mm-hmm. and you're selling a whole case for $36. Yeah. I mean, come on, that's genius. Profit, so yep. please don't tell me you don't have any money. Mm-hmm. It's just about what are you willing to do right. to go ahead and go out there and make it. You know, so I know that was two extremes, but again, it's really just I, I can look around every day and see different ways to make money mm-hmm. and different ways to build multi-million dollar empires that people don't tap into. So when people come around me and start asking to borrow or can I have no, go out there and make it happen. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want me to coach you through it, right. I can give you some ideas. I am a coach. This is what right. I do for a living. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, there's definitely ways out there that you can really just look around and say, hmm, I can go out there and make myself some money. And so that's what mm-hmm. I get to teach people around the world in addition to having books and different things. Wow. Great advice, though. Great advice to anybody that's listening. I, the great encouragement, you know, for any aspiring aspiring entrepreneurs and current entrepreneurs because like you say it's so many different ways to make money but like you say it's all about what you're willing to do and you know how much hustle you're willing to put in so so as we go ahead and wrap this up what are some um any upcoming projects any upcoming things you want to mention before we get ready to go absolutely well we already talked about women doing it big i cannot wait february 3rd 2018 Mm -hmm. In New York City, I'm going to be at the Watson Hotel with a bunch of my celebrity friends. We have the actress Elise Neal. You probably saw her on Money Talks and Mm -hmm. a lot of different shows. I have my friend Karen Civil Mm -hmm. coming down. She's a branding expert. I have Coco Clemens from SWV. She's also coming down. And my good friend Deja Vu from WBLS. Mm -hmm. And in addition to a lot of amazing 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 women coaches mentors uh different sponsors and honorees coming to the, the women doing a big conference so if anyone's interested in uh joining us it's a full day it's an amazing amazing day they can go to womendoingitbig.com to get tickets also i have my master class i'm actually doing a tour uh coming up we're going to be hitting about 25 cities teaching people how to build multi-million dollar empires because this is definitely my gift, my passion, Mm -hmm. and I love to be able to go out and really share it with the world. And all these classes, all the master classes are absolutely free. Um, And it's really my way of really just encouraging entrepreneurship. That's what I, that's how I built uh, Ultimate Success. 
and that's what I get to travel around the world and teach people how to build multi-million dollar empires. Um, I also have my women doing a big magazine on newsstands in the U.S. and Canada. We're excited about our next issue coming out in February, okay. so definitely check that out, women doing a big We actually, also, we didn't talk about your magazine. Do you want to go a little bit more into that, or... Yeah, well, my okay. magazine was a spinoff from my um, my Women Doing a Big Conference. Okay. And, you know, really just to provide a platform to showcase women, entrepreneurial women, doing it big. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I love, you know, being a pub- the publisher of this because this is, like I said, my way of being able to uh, share with the world the you know, the top 50 women that's doing it big, 2018 movers and shakers, and, mm-hmm. and really providing women the platform mm-hmm. to be able to showcase their talents and, and import um, different content into the magazine. Because there's a lot of magazines that as much as they say that they're all about women and entrepreneurship, they won't even give women a, a platform right. or opportunity to be mm-hmm. part of it. So mm-hmm. we love being able to do that, and that's what the magazine showcases um, entrepreneurial women doing it big all around the world. Okay. Well, where can, I, where can we find the magazine or read it? It's um, Books A Million bookstores nationwide as mm-hmm. well as um, newsstands nationwide. Okay. Wow. Well, congratulations on that. Any any final words of advice that you want to leave to the listeners about just entrepreneurship? The only thing I can say is, you know, you have to go out there and be great, live your dreams. I have a, a theory called... Uh, my 3DL branding philosophy, which is to define, develop, deliver, and live your million-dollar empire. The One of the main reasons why I teach this is because I recognize what money does for you. Mm-hmm. I recognize what money does for your family and your legacy. Mm-hmm. And money is a means for us to live the type of life that we want and have the freedom that we want. Um, I'm now 10 years, I say I say 10 years clean, I joke about it, but 10 years <laughs> free of uh, working a 9-to-5 job and having someone hand me a paycheck every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, 10 years of being able to say, this is what I'm going to make this year and go out there and achieve it. 10 years of, mm-hmm. you know, just having that time freedom, which is ultimately why we do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so in closing, I just want to say you're not in business to run a business because if you go into business with that mindset, you're going to become a 9-to-5 worker right. to your own business. Mm-hmm. And you definitely don't want to do that. You don't right. want to become a, I call it a worker bee. You don't want to become a worker bee to your business. Mm-hmm. You want to have freedom. Right. You want to be able to do the things that you aspire to do. And that's what entrepreneurship brings you. So mm-hmm. definitely come to a master class to learn more. But in the meantime, just define, deliver, live uh, your brand and, and reach ultimate success. And, and I love your tagline here. There was a beeline to the money, head straight to the bank. Head straight I to love the bank. that. <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of times, I can tell you, a lot of times I find, I mean, I can talk to someone in 20 minutes and I can tell you why you're not successful. Mm. Because you're not beelining. First mm-hmm. of all, you're, you're moving, and this is what a lot of people do. They're moving, mm-hmm. they're trying to, you know, run a business or they're trying to reach success, but they're not going anywhere fast. It's right. like it's that turtle mentality. They're just moving, they're moving, they're moving, but they're moving very slow. Mm-hmm. And the problem is that you're you're not beelining to the money. You're mm-hmm. you're you're jumping over the money, you're going around the money, you're you're not getting to where the money's at. The money's down there. Go mm-hmm. get it. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of hurdles in the way. And I, I'm really that person that comes in and helps to break that break that up and really show you how to beeline to the money and head straight to the bank. Wow. That's amazing. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for taking time to join us today and drop some jewels and words of advice. Definitely appreciate it. I'm sure our listeners do too. <laughs> Absolutely. I appreciate it. Make sure you check me out. All things social media at T 
Tiana Bond Johnson or visit my website at tianabonjohnson.com. All right. Well, thank you, and you have a good night. Have a good night. All right. Bye-bye.